Hello, folks, and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast. This will be season 14, episode 15, and I'm calling this one camaraderie um, because I think that is the best uh, approach for trying to deal with the current circumstances that uh, we find ourselves in. So grab your favorite beverage and we'll get started. So, uh, obviously the world, um, is getting darker. Um, not just in the literal sense of, you know, it's fall and in the northern hemisphere, you know, they're, the daylight, the days are not lasting quite as long, but also in the sense of, you know, the formula for each basic day is yesterday plus worse. Um, that seems to be the formula. So, <clears throat> what do you do in this environment? Um, how do you survive? How do you cope? Um, the best uh, thought I have on this matter is that you um, try and rely and get support from comrades, from people around you, from like-minded people. Um, and I think that's the best that you can do given the circumstances. Um, and so to that end, my interest, um, activist-wise, um, are on trying to, um, uh, you know, create or maintain a community that takes care of its community members. Um, and then is at the same time welcoming to new community members and offering them uh, the support they need to get through the times ahead. Um, because I think, you know, you can, you can, you can try all you want to fight the big wars, fight the big fights right now. And there's important wars and fights to be fought. Um, but if you look at the raw numbers, if you just look at the, the, the people that, that want the world to get better versus the people that don't, there's more people that don't, then there are people that are. So, you know, in a straight-out fight, be it literal or otherwise, um, you know, the people that want to make the world a better place are outnumbered by the people that don't. So, in that scenario, the best best you can do is try and connect with those that are like-minded. Um, build power, build um, a community uh, subset where you can rely on and support each other um, and hope that uh, that gives you the resources and the strength you need to get through to a better time. Um, that's that's the extent of my thoughts on that. Um, when it came to, um, you know, making my decisions um, re-voting, um, I decided to vote my conscience uh, because I figured that was the best thing that I could possibly do. Um, I felt that 
neither party, neither big political mainstream party, uh, had anything to offer me. Um, and I felt that the best uh, thing I could do with my power was to tell them both no. Um, and, you know, in an ideal world, um, I ended up voting for Howie Hawkins. So in an ideal world, I would, you know, want, um, you know, the polis- politics and the policies of the Green Party to succeed and go somewhere. Um, I'd more ideally want a socialist party and the ideas and policies of the socialist party to go somewhere. But the, the bigger part of the statement I made was to say no to vote new, blue no matter who was to say no to obviously fascism and, you know, and I, I realized the privilege in that choice. You know, I, I have the, Ability to make that choice because ever since 1988, more people in California voted Democrat than Republican. So, you know, if, if that changes for some reason, or more realistically, if the, um, election is so rigged such that California doesn't go blue, then life's gonna suck for me. But, um, I may, I used, I used my only point of power in the representative system to make the boldest, biggest statement I could. Um, and I can sleep with that at night, and that was the only decision that I could sleep with, so that was the decision I made, and, you know, again, my hope is that with that decision being made, <laughs> I can, um, look to and participate in um, organizations such as my local chapter of Democratic Socialists of America to have the strength and fortitude and camaraderie to uh, sustain myself through the times ahead. Um, so that's my that's my big world plan and my personal decision-making laid out for you. Um, in the last episode, I... I had been talking about taking a trip to Seattle. Uh, I've been thinking in my head, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the episode itself or not, but I had been thinking in my head it would be great to time the trip such that I was on the road for the election itself, um, such that even if I got the worst possible news, then I would at least be in a nice place. Um I ended up deciding that I needed to focus on my uh, preparation planning um, for the times ahead financially. Um, and the best way I figured to do that is to um, give myself one large saleable resource, um, and that has become uh, the new computer which is built and working after a long, long time of planning and struggles with screws and other practical challenges with involving, involved with me building a computer. But it's all, all put together. It's all working. Um, sim performance is acceptable at this point. So, um, if nothing else, I have, I now have something I can sell. Um, 
And that's a valuable asset going into the future, I think. So um, having something worth money that you can sell is better than taking a pleasure trip. So that was my thinking on that matter. Um, now, relative to what I'm going to do next, um, you know, I'm just going to try and try and get through each day as best I can. Um, cause that's all you can do. Um, the sim is back up and working relatively well. Um, I did spend an awful lot of time, I think it was in late September, uh, learning about, um, and watching videos for the latest, uh, train simulator, most, latest, most realistic train simulator called Run 8. And I am interested in uh, that product and uh, trying it out and going going forth and exploring that product. Um, but I'm, I, I kind of held myself back and made sure that uh, getting the computer built was taken care of. So uh, that may be uh, something that if I have the resources, I'll uh, go explore that in the future. Um, I um, I certainly do miss trains, and I like trains. So, um, you know, me and anything that moves, um, I'm a fan of anything that moves. Um, other Another uh, thing that I uh, spent some time and energy on this month, this past month, uh, was trying to figure out um, if uh, flight simulation technology, consumer flight simulation technology, um, could be of value, uh, to professional, um, aviators. Um, and my honest conclusion <coughs> is that, um, the way things stand now, um, with any, uh, relatively realistic, um, simulation package uh, that you have on there uh, out in the market right now. Um, there is at best limited potential um, for professional applications. Um, I don't I don't think it would be necessarily bad for an airline pilot to get a copy of uh, a triple seven uh, for uh, P3D or Flight Sim 2020 or whatever platform you want from PMDG, I don't think that would be a bad thing to do. Um, but I don't think it would necessarily um, be something that could supplement the real um, real knowledge or real world applications. I, it would kind of be more of a this is fun sort of thing. But having said that, um, I feel I have enough time and experience um, with flight consumer flight simulator technology um, that I want to um, 
offer my knowledge and experience in the use and setup of consumer flight simulation technology um, to uh, anybody that uh, might want to uh, benefit from it. So if you're interested in setting up uh, your own flight simulator, um, I now have a page on my website, um, knickknackjack.net. It's called Flight Sim Services, and uh, there are a couple of services listed on there. Um, the main service is Remote Flight Sim Setup Package, um, and this is, uh, you know, for $200, um, I will connect with you and remote into uh, your Windows computer and install a simulator of your choice and set up and install one add-on aircraft of your choice. Um, an example of which might be X-Plane 11 and the um, Flight Factor A350. Um, or, you know, um, P3D version 4 and the PMGG 777. Something, some, something like that. So if you would like help doing that, uh, and you're in the market for some help setting, setting that up, um, go to my website, check that out, knickknackjack.net. Um, on the far right, it says Flight Sim Services. Um, other service options, uh, remote airline or simulator setup package, uh, where I uh, remote into your computer, assuming your simulator is already installed and working, and simply help you uh, install and set up the airliner of your choice. Um, and then um, that's $150. And then uh, finally, uh, I have the um, uh, kind of simulator technical support uh, for $50 an hour, where I, um, you know, if you're having problems with, with your simulator, um, I'll uh, remote in and, and help you figure it out. Um, because if the if there's anything that I've spent a lot of time doing, especially recently, it's figuring out how to get a simulator to run as best as possible. So um, if any of those services interest you, uh, check out the um, the website knickknackjack.net. And then on the right-hand side, Flight Sim Services, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K.net. Um, and I'm trying to think of other things um, that need to be talked about or updated. Um, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head other than, um, well, I guess one, one more kind of thing worth thinking about. Thing worth exploring, um, and that is the the idea of the representative system in voting. Um, in a representative democracy, as a citizen of said democracy, you have but one moment of power, and that is the moment before you cast your. Um, before you cast your vote is the moment in time when you have the most 
influence, the most say in what goes on. After that point, once you've made your selection, once the representatives are elected, you no longer have power. Your only power is the impending, um, the next impending election. And that seems inherently problematic. Um, that seems like a system that is not democratic. Uh, it's it's a it's a poor mechanic, um, you know. Trying to look at it and think think about it from a more system design perspective. So, what could work better? Um, one idea that I briefly explored and started to lo- look at that I think might be a better mechanic is. Um, I'm going to say it wrong, but the idea of sociocracy. Um, So this idea of kind of having different groups working on different projects. So, you know, you have have your whole group, and uh, the whole group uh, kind of takes reports and input from many subgroups, um, on what's going on, but the subgroups have um, full control over the decisions and policy they make. Um, and the subgroups simply report to the main group. Um, it's not an ideal system, um, but it could be better than representation. Um, I want to do more research on this. I want to think about this more. Um, but when you talk about democratic socialism, um, you know, socialism is the, the socialist aspect of it is the, is the societal value in common, the societal value that everyone shares. So, you know, in a, Democratic, democratic socialist um, community. Um, everybody shares the value of socialism. The democratic process is how you achieve it. If that makes any sense. Um, and my concern, um, you know, based on my life experience thus far, is that the representative system is an inadequate democratic mechanic, if that makes sense. So, um, that's just something I'm thinking about and mulling over. Um, I haven't uh, gone much farther with it than that, um, but that was the last thing I had on my mind that I thought would uh, might uh, warrant some of your attention. So, um, if you haven't voted yet, vote your conscience. But do make sure you vote. Um, and if you're not in the U.S., uh, grab the popcorn because I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Um, I don't know what I'm going to actually do on election night. I don't know how I'm going to consume election results. Um, I'm going to start trying to give that some thought. Um, but one way or, the, or another... Uh, come November 4th, I'm sure I'll have more to say. 
And I may have more to say before then, who knows. Um, I do apologize for the long delay in um, getting the podcast out to you. Um, I kind of delayed it because I was wanting to feel like I was in a somewhat optimistic mood when I produced it. Um, And I was also looking for something firm to say. So uh, hopefully I've accomplished both those things. Uh, if you have feedback, comments, questions, whatever, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. And if you are of the socialist mindset and you live um, north of Sacramento, by ways, uh, check out Chico DSA. Uh, Chico Democratic Socialist of America, and overall, uh, check out Democratic Socialist. That's my two cents for today. So I uh, thank you so much for listening. Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy rewarding, happy. Listening.